You're listening to Blood on the Tracks, an exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. to Blood on the Tracks, an exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. I'm your host, Lee Russell, and this is episode 69. Ooh, isn't that sexy? Probably not. But we are going to be digging into something we haven't really dug into before on the show, as far as I can recall. Haven't really done a lot of Asian horror movies, uh, as far as soundtracks and scores go. And uh, so I thought I'd do a little playlist for you guys. Um, of course, this doesn't really even begin to touch upon the vast amount of Asian horror movies out there from, you know, any Asian country. I mean, it's not just Japan. It's not just Korea. There's plenty of other Asian countries out there. But uh, I, I feel like, understandably, some of this stuff is really hard to find. So I had to focus more on sort of my favorites, stuff I was familiar with, and it just so happens to mostly be Japan and Korea, of course, or South Korea, to be specific. But yeah, I, I decided to put a little playlist together for you guys, something simple and easy for me to do. This is going to be the last episode before we take a month break, because, of course, Lee Van Teeth, the Wolfman himself, is coming back for his Halloween show next month in October. So, you know... I just thought I'd put this together for you guys, just picking basically tracks from some of my favorite Asian horror movies. And I've been trying to get more into them over the years. Uh, last few years especially, I've been trying to expand my horizons a little bit as far as Asian horror goes. This was kind of the best I could do as far as putting together a playlist in a relatively short time. I fully imagine that I'll be coming back to this subject at some point on the show and expanding upon it a little bit. So the first block of songs we're going to look at here, and we're doing this all chronologically, of course, uh, which I sometimes do. We're going to look at Heart Sutra from Kwaidan from 1964. This is by Toru Takamitsu, who was a uh, mostly self-taught Japanese composer. Uh, he was also a writer. I guess he wrote books on the aesthetics of music theory. Scored more than 90 films, uh, including stuff like Harry Carey, Samurai Rebellion, Ran, uh, Rising Sun, just to name a few. Uh, his credits are numerous. Moving on from there, another classic Japanese horror film. We got the theme from Onibaba from 1964. This is Hikaru Hayashi. Another Japanese composer, of course, pianist and conductor, composed more than 30 operas uh, in his lifetime and worked on 107 films and TV shows, if you look under his credits. Uh, some other horror films that he uh, worked on were uh, Black Cat and Bland Beast. I don't know if I got that right or not. Perhaps not. We'll see. And then we're going to move on to... One of the more interesting horror films uh, from Japan from 1977. This is uh, Oriental Melon Man from House or Hausu. This is uh, this soundtrack is very weird. This movie is very weird. Uh, the soundtrack was done by Miki Yoshino and Gadigo. 
I, th- I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. A Japanese uh, rock band. They did like 55 albums in their in their career. Um, 27 singles released. Fairly popular, I guess. Soundtrack is pretty awesome. It's kind of like very funky and just strange. And uh, the movie, you know, I, I think it fits the movie's tone pretty well because the movie itself is just incredibly bizarre. Continuing on with bizarre things, then we have the theme from Mystics in Bali from 1981, the uh, Indonesian horror film. Kind of the one that really kind of kickstarted Indonesian horror when you think about it. This is done by Gatot Sudarto, who is an Indonesian composer with um, 80 composing credits, including other stuff like uh, Sundal Balong and Wolf. Uh, just all stuff I've not seen. <laughs> this is really the only one I'm familiar with um, of his stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with the next block of songs. Yeah. 
Okay, this next block of songs going to be focusing more on some better well-known stuff. This is when this little thing called the Asian horror boom in the late 1990s started to happen. And most people credit it to uh, this one film, Ring, from 1998. Uh, of course, also known as Ringu. And there's a ton of films in this series. There was remakes, of course, all that jazz. Uh, but the music here is The Cursed Video from Ring by Kinji Kawai, who is a Japanese composer with a startling 232 credits. Uh, amazing amount of stuff this guy's worked on. A lot of anime as well. Pat Labor, uh, Ranma, Ranma and a Half. I, I don't know how you pronounce the title of that one. I, I, I've seen it for years, and I've never known if it's Ranma one half, Ranma and a half, Ranma half. I don't know. Devilman, Ghost in the Shell, uh, Ring 2, of course, Dark Water, Ip Man. He's worked on all kinds of classics and just well-known stuff. <laughs> Moving on from there, we got Robbie's song from Tomaye from 1998. This is done by a world-famous uh, who are an electric and dance uh, duo. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily 100% categorize them as that, but uh, I guess that's that's kind of the broad strokes. Uh, and World famous is Go uh, Yamazaki and Hiroshi Futami. And a uh, very weird song for a very strange and haunting kind of movie. Uh this is based on one of uh, Junji Ito's uh, mangas, uh, Tomie. And uh, this is also a very long uh, film series as well that's sort of ongoing. About a weird girl with a mole on her face. Uh, not a horrific mole or anything like that, don't get me wrong. Just, just a little mole on her face, distinctive. And uh, she turns all the people that uh, become attracted to her into mad killers. And she's some sort of parasite who can't die. And there's just a lot of weird shit going on. If you're familiar with... Thanks. Thanks, motorcycle dude. If you're familiar with Junji Ito, uh, you know that his stuff is very surreal. A lot of body horror a lot of cosmic horror and a lot of just like surreal weird shit happening to people that has no explanation other than it's fucking nightmare fuel. And speaking of nightmare fuel, although it takes a while for it to get there, we have the theme from audition by Koji Endo, a Japanese composer with a, also an impressive 203 credits to uh, their name. Uh, and he's worked a lot with Takashi Miike, who directed Audition, of course, including uh, Gozu, uh, One Mixed Call, Three Extremes, Thirteen Assassins, and all all kinds of stuff. But um, yeah, Audition is uh, it's a it's a movie you got to stick with because once once you get past the like really bland kind of creepy like soap opera kind of drama shit that happens for a good part of the movie and then you get into like what's really going on it's like oh fuck oh fuck it's a it's kind of a master class in uh, tone shifting in in a film very very good shit but yeah that's going to be this block of songs and we'll be back for the next block after a break
Motion Picture Massacre. Fuck you. We talk about exploitation movies, grindhouse movies, fucking cult movies, horror movies, okay? We don't talk about fucking romantic comedies over here. We're not talking about fucking Sandra Bullock or some shit. We're talking about good movies, the kind that people like to watch. Yes! Hello there. My name is Matt, and I'm a humble court bailiff in a courtroom designed to bring musical justice to all. Each week, we have a podcast with a judge and a jury, and we determine whether a song is guilty, not guilty, or not guilty by reasons of insanity. You know, something like, uh... Or maybe it's a cover of Tom Petty. You can find us wherever you find podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, all that stuff. Just look for songs on trial, please. Okay, I love you. Make good choices. This is Michael Caine, award-winning film actor you may know from such cinematic achievements as A Muppet's Christmas Carol and Jaws for the Revenge, where I played a character named after a fucking sandwich. I approve of the following promotional message. Do you like movies? Well, of course you do, you silly twit. You're listening to a movie podcast right now. Do you like podcasts about movies? I mean, if you're listening to this, your life is empty and without direction. So of course you do. Why not continue the spiral downwards with They must be destroyed on sight! Yet another semi-regular podcast about film that will occupy some of that empty space in your soul. We cover every genre, but focus on a lot of obscure and cult films with a leaning towards exploitation. If you want a podcast that's going to talk about a silent film from the 1920s one week and a sleazy biker film from the 1960s the next, and then back to something like Singing in the Rain the next episode. They must be destroyed on sight! Maybe for you. So tune in and join regular hosts Lee Russell, Daniel Hopper, Paul Romali, and Lee Hardy, as well as the odd guest host at tmbdos.podbean.com Thank you, Drive Through. What's the matter with this thing? It doesn't work anymore. Shit! Shit! Up next, we got three more tracks for you. More stuff that's sort of swirling around the both Japanese horror and Asian horror boom um, as a whole around this time. We have uh, Kiri from Umozaki from 2000. Uh, Umozaki, also known as Spiral. I think they just keep it as Umozaki because the Second film in the Ring series is actually known as Spiral, if I'm not mistaken. But um, this is done by Tetsuru Kashibuchi and Kiichi Suzuki. They are members of a group called the Moonriders, Japanese band. They're both music producers as well. Uh, Kashibuchi is the drummer. Suzuki is the singer. And um, yeah, they. I, th- I think... Um, Suzuki also worked on, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, the sort of update, reboot, maybe remake uh, of uh, Zatoichi that came out in the 2000s. 
Moving on from there, we got Junon theme slash house from Junon the Grudge from 2002. Of course, it's probably the second most well-known horror film and franchise from a horror franchise from Japan. Uh, this is done by Shiro Sato, who also did the sequel to the film, but not a lot of other things. And then finishing off this block, we have another Korean selection here. This is The Monster's Lair from The Host from 2006. This is Bong Woo Lee, who is a Korean composer who has worked on other things like Three Extremes 2 and A Tale of Two Sisters. And after that, we'll come back for our final block of songs.
right, now we got our final block of songs here for you guys for this episode. First up, we have the theme from Cold Fish from 2010. Interesting little uh, serial killer horror film. This is by Tomohide Harada, who uh, is a Japanese composer, does a lot of work in TV commercials outside of his film work. Moving on from there, another Korean film here. We have First Pass from Train to Busan from 2016. The I think everyone knows this film, right? It's kind of the film that sort of reintroduced people to Korean horror stuff and kind of put Korean horror back on the map. Um, but uh, this is by Jang Young Jiu? Jiu? Gaiu? I, I think it's Gaiu. Maybe it's Giyu, Gaiu. I don't know. But uh, Korean composer, 59 credits, including uh, The Wailing, and also very well-known Korean horror film at this point. Uh, also The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, Three Extremes, and Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. And then finally, we've got two tracks here from the film Satan's Slaves from 2017, which is a sort of a remake and also... Um, Reboot of Satan's Slave, uh, an Indonesian horror film from back in either late 70s or 80s. I can't quite remember the exact date. Uh, but this is Karma and Kilam Malam from that film, done by a group called The Spouse, which is uh, Amy Saras and Tony Marl, or Tony Merle. Um, goes by both names. Um, and Saras is an Indonesian actress and singer. Uh, she appears in Satan Slaves 2 and uh, again sings on that soundtrack. And uh, Tony Marl is a music director and composer outside of uh, doing this, uh, this little project as well with uh, Amy Saras. So, um, yeah, there you go. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Hope you liked it, and like I said, Lee Van Teeth, the Wolfman himself, is going to be coming back in October with his annual Halloween show, so that is what's coming up next on TMB DOS Radio, and uh, we'll be back in November with who knows what, I don't know yet, but um, maybe more horror stuff, maybe something else, I don't know, haven't decided, but um, probably won't be a big mega episode like we have been doing the last little while probably another short but sweet one and um we'll go from there but uh thanks for listening guys and we'll see you again in two months
saat malam tak lagi temanam tiada bosanku menatap bintang itu masa lalu datang mendera yang telah terlupakan datang bawa rindu dalam Matamu buka jendela Hati yang lama nafikan rencana Hanyutku pada buaya Lalu kau hempaskan Rindu Dalam No. 
for listening to Blood on the Tracks. For further or previous episodes of this program, please go to tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through.